This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We're just three days away from the official start of winter, and it's getting chilly out here. So today on CityCast Portland, we're going to help you warm up by revisiting a conversation with our food correspondent and editor of Eater Portland, Brooke Jackson-Glidden. She's sharing her list of the best dumplings to try across the city, everything from soup dumplings to Georgian kinkali. If you're wearing glasses, you might want to take them off because it's going to get pretty steamy. It's Monday, December 18th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. So what makes a good dumpling? Like, what are the components for a solid dumpling? Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so a dumpling is so many things. So it's really hard to have, like, a... a, a cohesive answer to this question. You know what I mean? Like a Georgian kinkali, it's like, it's sort of okay for it to have like a thick and kind of knobby texture. Mm-hmm. But like if it's a Shanghai Xiaolongbao, like that should be a really thin wrapper, right? So it's sort of like, it really varies based on where the dumpling is from and, and you know. Okay, so pretty much every culture has a take on dumplings, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course. So are there limits to what can be considered a dumpling? <laughs> That's a good question. I think, okay, so like broad strokes, I think a dumpling is basically dough. Uh, that it's like either dough that is wrapped around a thing or it's dough that's like steamed or boiled. Um And that's like a huge category of things. And like when I'm thinking about dumplings, my answer is typically a little bit more restrained. So I'll say like food that's wrapped in dough that's either boiled, steamed, or fried so, like, not baked. Basically, to me, if it's baked, it's a pastry. Matzo ball, not a dumpling. Well, but, you know, a matzo ball, you... Well, hmm. See, there's no food inside. There's no food inside, but I do think, like... Because there's a filled dumpling and a not filled dumpling, right? Because, like, yeah. a matzo ball feels like a dumpling. Chicken and dumplings. You're telling me those aren't dumplings? Those seem like dumplings to me. So, I think, like, when I'm I'm going out and I'm like, oh, I'm craving dumplings. I am often craving a filled dumpling. But I do think those are just two different categories. You know, like I think for the purpose of this podcast, so we're not here for like three hours, stuff in dough, steamed, boiled, fried. There we go. That's, that's, I just wanted the ground rules of the dumpling we were discussing. (laughs) Okay. For sure. So what's been your favorite dumpling eating experience in Portland at this point? Like top three dumplings. Oh man, that's so tough. But I think I can do three. I know you, it's like I'm always limited here. I'm always like, I want to list 14. It, again, it really varies on the type of dumpling. I remember my first steamer basket of Xiaolongbao at Duck House. And like, Xiaolongbao have always been like one of my favorite first date foods. Like, I love, I love, love, love Xiaolongbao. And I think that there are a lot of intricacies to making them right. Like, again, you want that really thin wrapper. They should be really well sealed so they don't fall apart. You don't lose that broth. They can't be overcooked. If they're overcooked, they fall apart. So it's like a perfect Xiaolongbao is so hard to do. And if if people do it right, it's like mind blowing. And that first basket I had at Duck House was just like 
such a masterclass. The broth was piping hot inside. It didn't have that like weird nugget of meat in the middle, some, which happens mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, it was just all silky broth. It was just so great. I think in terms of dim sum style dumplings, so like hargao and shumai, uh, I feel a lot of affection for Excellent Cuisine, which is one of the newer uh, dim sum places. Like their hargao is like so um, springy in this really nice way. And like the filling remains so juicy, so flavorful. They're not skimping with the like the ginger and the garlic and all the alliums and stuff. It like adds so much to it. So just super flavorful and really well executed. And then like, I don't know, like everyone in Portland, I just love the bowls of pelmeni that I've had at Kachka. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm really sad in the middle of winter, I will go in and I will get like a bowl of the pelmeni with the fancy broth and like the garlic. I And you know, like if I'm like depressed, <laughs> um, I'm, I usually keep like a pack of the frozen ones in my freezer, take those out and it's just straight up, maybe a little dollop of sour cream or yogurt, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of butter, stir, stir, stir inhale uh i love soup dumplings but i gotta tell you it's just so controversial because i love kachka i love flavored vodkas i love the yeah. horseradish vodka especially i love uh all their little tasting menu stuff i am not a fan of their dumplings <gasps> wow i think it's because in my head i know this isn't what it's trying to achieve but in my head i'm like do you want to be a soup dumpling because you're not <laughs> And it bums like, me out. You never will be. And you never <laughs> will be. And I want it to be a soup dumpling. And I that's not Kochka's fault. That's not that dumpling's fault. But that's what always happens because it's so brothy. And they're like, I want it to be a soup dumpling. And it feels like a soup dumpling deconstructed in a way that I'm. You want the soup inside, not outside. Yeah. How do you feel about King Kali, right? Like the Georgian. It's like a Georgian soup dumpling. It's big and knobby and you can like hold on to its little knob and you bite into it and you drink the soup out of it. Kind of an Eastern European version. I love those. There used to be a place, God, I wish I could remember the name of it, on Alberta that closed. They made such good ones. But now if I want them, I have to go to Vancouver. Where are they at? uh, At a place called Dedico. And they make both two of my favorite dishes. Georgian dishes and probably the most famous Georgian dishes, kachapuri, which is like that big bread boat that's full of like cheese and eggs and you stir, 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 stir. Wait, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it there. And I did like the King Kali. When you were saying that, I was like, oh, that's fancy food I've never had. And I was like, wait, no, I just (laughs) Googled it. And I was like, no, the opposite. No, no, I've had that. I've had that. It was delicious. (laughs) Yeah. See, so basically Eastern Europe's version of a soup dumpling. And I'm like, heck yeah. (laughs) I love, I love all dumplings. I'm an equal opportunity dumpling eater. But yeah, I really like that version of it. It's totally worth the tax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> worth the time, worth the tax. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a quick break here. And when we return, more delicious dumplings. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. So what about an unexpected favorite, like something you weren't sure you would enjoy, but was actually pretty awesome? I was like really skeptical of the chains that opened. So like Din Tai Fung. 
You thought it was going to be overrated? I was just expecting it to be overrated. Like, I was expecting it to be, like, just chainy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing about a chain is, like, they figure out how to be consistent. Yeah. I have this specific memory of, like, after, like, a really kind of emotional phone call, like, wandering around Washington Square. And I spent, like, $100 at Bath & Body Works. And oh I was like, God. Brooke, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's just, like, how I grieve. And I <laughs> I was like, I just want to, like, drown my sorrows in dumplings. And so I went to Din Tai Fung. I sat at the bar. I think I got, like, a Mai Tai. And I sat and I ordered shrimp and pork chili wontons and the pork and crab xiaolong bao. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... They healed me, baby. Like, I I love, love, love those dumplings. And every single one, it's like, they feel the same. Like, something I kind of like about duck houses, they feel handmade, I guess. You know, like, mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Like, it's a little bit of, like, it feels homey while also still being, like, well executed. Um, these are, like, pristine. Like, they're, like, perfectly rolled and thin. And, the, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels, like, almost, like, mechanized and you like see the people doing it so it's like you know mm-hmm. they're just like perfect little shelling bow and like game recognized game like they were very good i'm i'm curious why you haven't mentioned i think there is a restaurant in portland that is actually named right like is it shelling bow Oh, XLB? Are you talking XLB, about XLB? The- yeah, yeah. XLB. Yeah, in my neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so I do really like XLB. It's so funny. It's like I have I I'm not anti XLB. I like XLB a lot. L- let me ask you, let me ask you that again. Brooke, are you anti XLB? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I love those folks. It's one of those places that is like my neighborhood joint. What you're really learning about me today is that like dumplings are my comfort food. Like if I'm in an emotionally sad place, I want to eat either mashed potatoes or dumplings. And so if I'm like having a bad day, I walk to XLB, I get like a, a steamer basket of Xiaolong Bao. And again, they make really good shrimp, chili wontons. Are wontons dumplings? Are those dumplings? Yeah, of course they're dumplings. Yeah. You get the wrapper, you get the stuff. Yeah. They're boiled. Yeah. I love those. Yeah, no, I, I really do like XLB. I think like my go-to order there though is like they make the shrimp and it's like a shrimp and pork noodle. I was about to say, was it the noodle bowl? Because it's so good. That's my that's my go-to as well. It's so good. Oh my gosh. I could eat that every day. Maybe this is like unexpected too. There's this Thai restaurant. It's It's kind of like South Portland energy and like they make this specific type of Thai dumpling called, I think it's called Chor Muang. It's, it's this really beautiful purple color and it's folded to kind of look like a rose. It's like really beautiful. And it's stuffed with like ground pork and peanuts and pickled radish. So it has this like chunky filling, I guess. There's just nothing really like it in town. And I think it's so, it's like such a beautiful little bite of food. So like for some reason that restaurant, like, I don't think, oh, I'm going to go to a Thai restaurant and order a bunch of dumplings, but I do tend to do that there. Like I'll get their shumai. They have like a shumai version and then I get those specific dumplings and it's, they're really, really great. Nice. Okay, Brooke, what if I only had $1? Where can I get a cheap $1? A tasty- I did get you a dumpling for $1. <laughs> one you can't. Dollar. <laughs> I have no dumplings for you. We're going to cut a dumpling into quarters and you can eat. Okay, what if I had 2 to $3? So what if I had $5? Where can I get a cheap but tasty dumpling? And I, I, I want you to know that this is literally a question that Julia Fioni, our audio producer, wrote for me because it seems like we only pay her in buttons. Oh, I see. This is really just passive aggressive. <laughs> You're going to have to give Julia a tiny raise. Just one more button. Uh, you can get like... 
individual bow. And they're pretty like hearty. Oh, yeah. At Bow Bow. And I really like that place. So these are going to be, it's going to be a little fluffier. Some people might be like, oh, I don't consider a bow a dumpling. Oh, it is a dumpling, sir. I think of it as one. Mm -hmm. It's like a a steamer of three is 10. But I do think like their chicken curry bow, that feels like winter comfort food to me for sure. Mm -hmm. Again, is it a dollar? Is it $2? No. But um, I think in terms of like the best quality for the price dumplings. I really think, again, Excellent Cuisine is probably the place I'd go. I think that, again, dim sum, you can usually try a lot of different things and you're not spending a ton of money. I would do Master Kong. Uh, Master Kong, I can't believe I haven't mentioned them yet. Like, really incredibly good Chinese food. I think they do a lot of things well. Their jumping are really good. And they're just really high quality dumplings. And you can get a lot of different styles. So, like, the the sort of comfort food pile of dumplings you can totally get there um you know something you're dunking in black vinegar you can get these really delicate sort of shijing bao or shaolong bao there often um, and then their wonton noodle soup like absolute comfort food when i'm sick absolutely saves the day often i love it well brooke thank you so much these were really great we're going to put all of the uh places that you mentioned in the show notes so if anybody wants to go check it out we we basically named a lot of like uh, Taiwanese and, and Chinese dumplings. I feel like most of them. <laughs> so I think that just shows our leaning. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do. I, t- I mentioned the Thai ones. I mentioned some Eastern European ones. If I want gyoza, I go to a fury. I say right at the end. <laughs> okay. Okay. At the very end. A fury. <laughs> a fury if you want Japanese dumplings. I don't know. I just a little crispy. I love a little yeah. crispy guy. All right. Well, <laughs> just at the last moment, you got gyoza and a fury. Do you think that's like, what, $3? Yeah, a single gyoza, $3. Okay, cool. You can All right. Pull your money together. <laughs> Don't fact check me. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend, rate or leave us a good review. It'll really help us out. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.